Welcome to the Awakened Path Radio, helping to spread love and light for the highest and greatest good. I'm your host, Reverend Candace Nadine Breen, Independent Spiritualist Minister and Healing Minister. For more information, including show updates, courses, workshops, events, resources, and more, visit my website at www.awakenedpathonline.com. Again, that's www.awakenedpathonline.com. Now, on to today's show. Today, I have with me Carolyn James, who is a Spiritual Pathway Guide, award-winning entrepreneur, and best-selling also. Uh, excuse me, best-selling author. And her latest book is um, A Life by Request. And she's going to talk with us today about that and some other things. So welcome to the show, Carolyn. Thank you. How are you, Candace? Thank you so much. Well, I'm doing great. I'm so happy to have you on the show today. Oh, it's nice to be here. And your book, A Life by Request, A Walk-In Soul's Journey from Earth to Heaven and Back Again, a true story about love, life, and the other side. So tell us, you know, what made you decide to write this book and share your experiences with everyone and the whole world? It's not an easy thing. <laughs> Pretty personal. So what made you decide to, to just be all out there? I will tell you, my dear, I went kicking and screaming. <laughs> <laughs> This this thing, if you will, this situation mm. came upon me in, I don't know, 2011 um, when I went to see a, a psychic medium. I didn't know anything about it. I uh, was really clueless. Hadn't been to anyone um, of that sort probably in 20 years. And um, the first thing she said to me when I sat down in front of her is, do you know what a walk-in is? Mm. Well, I said, sorry, I don't know. <laughs> no clue, but keep going. <laughs> And what transpired from that was um, the man of my, the love of my life, if you will, um, who I dated many years ago, died in 1995 um, because of uh, botched surgery, if you will. Um, and when I went to see her, when I went to see the medium, his name is Jay, he was there waiting to talk to me. And... Ultimately, he asked for my permission to come back and switch places with my husband and use his body, move his soul into his body. So that's how it all started. Uh, to answer your question specifically, so five, six years went by and, and my spiritual awakening happened and, and um, I kept hearing, okay, you've got to write this book. You have to get this out there. This does happen. People need to know this. I'm like, nah, 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 we're good. <laughs> It really doesn't have to. So we, we had this dialogue for a little while. <laughs> and because uh, I knew the vulnerability of it all, but I don't know what happened. Literally one day I said, okay, I'm going to do it. And I sat down at the computer and it just flowed out of me in two months. Just flowed out of me. In um, two months? Wow. In two months. Well, yeah, then the next eight months was editing. But <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> But that's really how it started. And mm. as I say, going kicking and screaming was the hard part. But 
I really uh, get it. I really get it that it did need to get out there just in the reaction and responses people have had to it. When I was afraid of the, I was, I didn't want to be vulnerable Right. in being vulnerable. So it, it touched people. It touched their hearts. It touched, it, it sparked something, which is really the whole point. So I got over myself and here we are. <laughs> there you go. Now, now you said that people responded, like, has anyone come up to you and said, I've experienced the same thing, a walk-in. Has anyone ever? Oh, several. Oh, it all the time. Wow. Yeah. And then social media and things like that. Actually, um, I get messages and emails all the time. I got two last night. Mm. Uh, one woman, um, actually a gentleman, is a walk-in soul who was here during World War II. And he, he just wants to talk and tell me the story about it. Just like to be able for people to be able to talk about this out loud and not be judged, I think is kind of why the book had to be written. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, honestly, I, I've been in this spiritual realm, whatever you want to call it for a long time. Mm. And this was the first time I've heard walk-in when I read your book. I, and it was a marvelous book, by the way. And um, <laughs> thank you. It is. <laughs> yeah, and um, I, it's the first time I've heard of a walk-in and it's, and then, you know, I, I, re I did a little research and to see, it, you know, how many other people have been through this. And it's amazing. There's this whole world out there of people yes. who have experienced this. Yes. And this book, it helps start that conversation, you know, to people who, are, who don't have to cover it up anymore, who are just coming out and say, hey, me too, me too. Yeah. Oh, good. Good point. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And that's a that's a great great thing. Now people can add something else to their their um, vocabulary. Walking, right? That's or awesome. just be able to talk about it. I did when I when this happened. Just like you, it's the first time you heard it. Same as me. Although you've been on the spiritual path a lot longer. God bless you for that. <laughs> <laughs> but the part of it that it, I started to research it, there was. Ruth Montgomery wrote a book in the 70s about it called Strangers Among Us. That was the beginning. Oh, Strangers Among Us. A couple of people from there, uh, Dolores Cannon wrote a little bit about it. But it was always just like a little excerpt in a chapter about something else. Yeah. Um, and so it was really hard to find. It was just hard to find. But luckily through um, mediumship and talking with spirit guides and the angels and everyone that's watching over this, we learned so much about kind of the the workings of it, which is, I'm so grateful to know all of this. So I think this is a, the other reason people are, you know, they want to, so is this how this happened and what happened here? And exactly that part's wonderful. Man, that's awesome. Now, now when you, you know, you came out with this book and, and told you, shared your story and, you know, put not just you out there, but your family and <laughs> friends as well. <laughs> and I mean, how, you know, how did they react, you know, when you, when you published the book, not just when you were writing it, but when it was out there for the world to see, how did they, re how did they react, your family? Oh, it's, well, it's funny. I have three boys. The oldest is 28. The youngest is 14. Honestly, they just think mother is a little odd. <laughs> <laughs> they think I'm living this little dream world, which is fine. I think only one of them have read it. Mm. Um, 
uh, you know, the 14 year old, he's all about himself. This is of course, yeah, yeah. And it's that age. So <laughs> <laughs> that's right where he should be. <laughs> Maybe when he gets older. Yeah. You know, perhaps. Perhaps. Exactly. Perhaps. Yeah. So it's fine. I actually, I, uh, Carolyn James is, my last name is a pen name specifically not yeah. to protect, but I just, it's, you know, I want my kids to just live their life and right. questioned on any of it, but, um, no, they're, they're fine. It wasn't, I was honestly, Candace, expecting, I don't know what, all kinds of flack and none of it. It's just, it's all fine. It's all fine. That is fantastic because you don't usually hear that, that everyone's okay with. Yeah. And, and your, well, and your husband. So he was sort of, um, he's not who he was. So now he's Jay. And was he okay with it too? Oh boy. That's, well, that's an interesting part. I'm writing the second book now. Um, the first book ends at a certain point and mm -hmm. now it's all of those pieces actually, because what's happened there is, um, so this, this was literally a shift of two souls and it was permission based and there was negotiating going on. And the soul of my husband, Tom, that was in the body, had to give permission for Jay to enter the body and Tom to go back to spirit. So that, that was fine. And that was an 18 month process to go through those negotiations. So when the actual physical or spiritual transfer, I should say, happened, um, now um, Jay's soul was in the body, but there was so much cellular memory mm. that had to be overlaid with new memories. And the knee-jerk reactions that we have that we learn about our entire lives, they have to dissipate or be, become rewired, if you will. So he's about 90% awake and aware to this. But to answer your specific question, what happened there, he read the book. Mm. Um, and I was kind of afraid about for him to read it, but I handed it to him with a big bow on it and a love note. And I said, I think this is going to rock your world, but oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to, I don't want to hold anything from you. So right. here it is. So anyway, he put it on his desk and it sat there and it <laughs> sat there and I'm watching it like a hawk. <laughs> Come to find out later, because I can speak to Jay's higher self. Mm -hmm. through mediumship. So in talking to his higher self, he's like, I got you, kid, because I read the one that was on your desk and didn't touch the one you gave me. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just very funny. He's great, what great personality. But so he did read it. And in through mediumship, he did tell me I, I wasn't upset. I wasn't mad. And I knew on, on a level deep down that it was all true. Mm. But he has to cognitively hear has to has to embrace it and he's getting there it's good though that's fantastic <laughs> so you know we, we we you know touched about um touched upon um some of the process involved in walk-ins but for our listeners who haven't heard haven't have never heard of this term before do you think you can elaborate on like the steps involved how how someone would do a walk-in all of that just for our listeners here. Yeah. Um, well, there's, there's a few pieces to it. Let's, let's start off by saying, I think there are many, many walk-ins um, that don't know that they're walk-ins. Mm. Now, there's a situ the situation that this has happened with Jay is special because it, it, it's different from the way it normally happens. Mm -hmm. The way it normally happens is if someone has a near-death experience or they have a trauma to their body, 
they can, or they're in a coma, something like that. Very often, if you find that a friend or a loved one comes back, you know, they wake up, if you will, yeah. and are doing things completely differently. They uh, don't like the same things. They become alienated from their family. All kinds of things happen. Very often, that's a walk-in. So a walk-in starts on the spirit level where someone, someone here, so we have outs, if you will, as you know all this, um, to be able to leave the earth if we just can't take it too much. And often that's someone here on earth saying, okay, I, I'm done. I, take me home. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. So, so then a spirit from the other side will say, okay, well, here's a viable body. I'll go, I'll take over that body. So the soul in the body can come back to spirit and I'll figure out, complete the karma that they needed to complete and then get on with my own life. Hmm. So there are souls in, um, on the other side that are looking for these vehicles and the vehicles here are saying, let me go home. That's usually how it works. Hmm. Um, so if you come across someone that had a near death experience and says, I really feel so differently and they change their hair and they change their name and they do all these things that very well could be a walk-in. But the way it happened in this particular situation was that Jay was on the other side. I was married to Tom um, and very unhappy. And Jay was on the other side watching all of this. And as he says, I was, I was just beside myself yeah. just knowing that this wasn't the life you planned. This was not your sole contract. And I died, and because I died, you didn't live out what you were supposed to live. So he was upset about that, so he started asking questions. He said, I'm just going to find out, you know. And he said, I talked to someone and said, well, she'd be much happier if I was there. Wow. And this soul said, well, why don't you try? And so he did, and then two years later, here he is. Mm-hmm. So because it happened that way, that's, I think, why we've been privy to all of the background of it, all of the pieces and how it worked. But physically, so, the, so that's our situation, and the other situation is how it typically happens. But literally, it's, it's a switch, if you will, of the silver cord in, on a, in a body, or golden cord, or whatever it is you want to talk to, mm-hmm. our umbilical cord to the other side. It's, mm-hmm. it's literally switched. And then the um, process happens where... I don't even know how to put it, like overlaying the new soul into the old one, um, which is, can be difficult. But if there is a trauma, if there is a near death experience, typically that clears out all of that and they can start fresh. No, it doesn't happen um, very, you know, the soul doesn't switch just like, you know, at the snap of a finger, you know, Mm -mm. it takes some time, correct? Like it does. So, um, as I said, when I went to see the the medium, but he Jay had to ask the mediumship if I was okay. Did mm-hmm. I want him to come back? And once I gave my permission happily, <laughs> then went to Tom's soul on the other side and asked Tom's permission. Mm-hmm. And Tom was miserable and he was ready to go back. So he said, sure, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. So that was that was that was the part that he I started. Meanwhile, before that, he had gotten permission to do this. Now, the next 18 months was a negotiation of 
what Tom had in his life and what Jay would do for his, his mother and, you know, things along those lines. So he's 90 something percent through it right now. as he tells me, wow, Tom is not giving up. Uh, he's not giving up a hundred percent. And it's, it's a really, it's a hard 8% is what he says. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's hard too, especially yeah. if someone's giving a, a, you know, a battle before they leave. Oh yeah, that that's that's a story for another day, dear. But yeah, there were bouts. <laughs> <laughs> so now that you know, um, let's see. Now that you've uh, become a best-selling author, how does it how does it feel? Do you have any fears about or regrets as to where you're going with your book and your your another other book that's coming out? Oh my God! It's <laughs> There, no, I'm, um, I'm very, I'm humbled by it. I'll tell you. It's, it's fantastic. Those words just best selling author. Okay. So that works for marketing, but you know what? I'm still the lady next door, Candace. I, yeah. you know, I'm still who I am. Nothing has changed there. Mm-hmm. And it's, I'm, I'm really humbled by it. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. I just, okay. You know, what do we do next? But at the same time, I'm driven to keep going mm-hmm. because it's, I get it. It's, it. it's supposed to happen. I, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So either I can fight it or I can embrace it. So luckily for my psyche, I have embraced it. <laughs> That's fantastic. And, you know, your spiritual path has played a role in your life as a whole. And has it, um, you know, how has, how, how has it played a role when you writing this book and your, your, your path, your personal path? Mm-hmm. How has your spirituality and your beliefs played a role in all of this? Well, I think it was fast-forwarded because of this, certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I've always known I was a little different. Now, I'm not, I'm not the one who saw dead people as a kid. That was not who I was. Mm-hmm. But I was always empathic, and mm-hmm. I always understood people, and, and not what they were thinking, but where they were coming from. And I just, empathic, I just got it. I felt it in my body, and I never knew what it was. Um, you know, and I was raised by a nice little Episcopal family, so <laughs> there was no talking about that kind of thing. <laughs> but then when it all, when this, I've always been interested, always been interested in it, but was just, you know, turning my little life I thought I was supposed to be living. And when this all happened, it just completely opened up mm. spirituality. And now it's catapulting and I'm so happy. It, I'm so happy it has happened. Mm. Now, not to spoil the book, because we've talked about it a lot. <laughs> I just have to ask: Has anyone besides you noticed a change in your husband after um, after the walk-in? Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to. You have to consider. Okay, Tom in the body was an accountant, mm. a good boy from the right middle class neighborhood. <laughs> which you can relate to. Yes. (laughs) And so that was him buttoned up type a kind of an asshole, if you will. Yeah. (laughs) Was an actor and a singer and very creative and loving. And he was a nice Jewish boy. He was the opposite of what, of what my husband was. And immediately, even his family was like, what happened to what happened to Tom? He's happy. You know, what's going on with him? And wow. it started the whole process. And 
even from little things that he did that he that that Jay would do, and his handwriting changed, and the children are happier and trust him, and their their um, relationships are so much stronger, and they're like, that's awesome. What happened? Wow, lots of it. <laughs> And they don't, and they don't really, you know, they don't really understand the whole walk-in. That's what happened. Well, my oldest son, I've, I've, you know, talked to him a little bit about it. He's trepidatious, um, which is fine. And I said, you know, read the book if you want. He picked it up. I don't think he got very far. You got to think about it. This is the father. Yes. So, yeah, and I'm more than open to talk about it, but I've, I've left the door open for whenever they're ready. Hmm. Well, you know, reading the book, I went through so many emotions. Did you really? That's cool. I mean, I can understand why, you know, your son might not want to go through it because there's sometimes I, I got so upset and I put down the book and I said, all right, I have to, let me just wait a second. I'll go back. <laughs> and, you know, I've gone through a couple of, a lot of emotions because it is, it is your story and it is, a, it is a beautiful story and it has, you know, ups and downs and all sorts of things yeah. in it. Um, it's, it's great it's, open. it's authentic let's just put it that way yeah, very authentic <laughs> very authentic i love it so now to change gears a little bit um you have uh your latest project is uh something you call the community of spiritual practitioners so what is that about well it's actually it's holistic campus mm. um and I'm, I'm putting it together now. It's funny because I had this idea, I don't know, two years ago maybe. And I started to put together all the, all the pieces of it, of bringing together um, spiritual practitioners in one place. And um, it just wasn't coming together. It just, you know, when it just doesn't flow. Yep. So I said, okay, we're just going to leave that. And then, the, then I wrote the book and went through that whole process. Um, while I was going through the whole process of writing the book and during my own spiritual awakening I, was, uh, awakening, I was told a few times I was going to be supporting people with gifts such as you, that the gifts that you have. And in meeting so many people, I realized many of them, unfortunately, don't think like business people or marketing or, I mean, they're, <laughs> they're really in the spiritual path, but the rest of putting it together was difficult. So um, I let that sit for a while and then the book did what it did and off it goes. And I, Candace, I think I woke up at two o'clock in the morning and said, oh, God, I get it now. I get it. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it was, okay, now it is time. So by look, talking with different um, spiritual practitioners, they, you, the ones I'm talking to to put in this little holistic campus group is not just everyone. It's those that are truly authentic and gifted and connected and because I think spiritual awakening is, is happening everywhere and people are bumping up against spirituality who don't understand it and want to. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I know there's something out there. I'm not sure what it is. So I think I'll go to my local psychic, <laughs> <laughs> which might not be exactly the best thing to do. No. <laughs> no. So I thought, okay, so there's got to be a way to vet all of these practitioners that are like, they're in it. This is their lives. Right and put together all these different modalities and the modalities all have different specialties to be able to heal the whole soul, the whole body. Mm -hmm. So that's where we are. So I put it out there. I think it was only three weeks ago. I put it out there and I've interviewed at least 80 people and they're oh. already on board right now. 
Oh my. I know it just, okay. So all that. So yes, the book was wonderful, but I do believe the book was to bring me here and this with holistic campus is what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm. And that's fantastic. I mean, you're so motivated to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I admire your motivation. <laughs> I don't know. It's guided, man. I'm just, I'm just going where they tell me to go, doing what they tell me to do. <laughs> fantastic. So when do you think you're, you, so, and I, you know, I'm not trying to spoil anything, but you're yep. not working on this, this other, the sequel of your book. When do you think, you know, it'll be out? Uh, wow. I would say probably the end of next year. Wow. Uh, it's, I love the writing process. I just, I absolutely love it. And I need complete quiet. And that's yep. how I have to do it. I put my music on nice. and I start to write. So I think, um, it was very difficult just from a standpoint. I've never written a book before the first one. Um, so, you know, you're kind of going through the steps and now I have a feel for it mm -hmm. and because it is a, it's, it's a true story. It just flows really easily. Right. But I would say probably the end of next year, I'm going to land, um, launch holistic campus in January on the 8th. Mm. And then once I do that, I'm going to go back to the book. That's fantastic. Now how, um, okay. Oh, I forgot what I was I'm doing. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm throwing a lot of you. I apologize. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. So your um, holistic campus here. So um, you said you're going to launch it. So is it it's going to be available to the public? I mean, how is the... Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is. It's, 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 a, it's a website. There are people from all over the world mm -hmm. um, that will be practicing on it. And it's... So um, I talked to somebody from Trinidad yesterday and you know we went through the whole process of how that would all work so right. what they do they'll be able to do online as well as in person That's great. so by you know coupling or melding all of these people together someone can the practitioners will have different levels that they work at some will work at people in the very beginning straight mm -hmm. up through instructors of instructors mm -hmm. depending on what somebody needs there's a group there and then that group is comfortable enough because everyone's been vetted to refer them to someone else, a specialty that someone might need. So that's very nice. People can act, can can access these resources in the terms of these, in, in terms of these uh, practitioners, right on right from their own home. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So that's good. The world is moving online with a lot of things. So I know. and we have to pay attention. Yes, we <laughs> can't just turn a blind eye to it. No, <laughs> I'm just, and the other thing is that, you know, when I used to think about mediums, I would think about, you know, a little back room with a crystal ball. And I'm <laughs> really trying to get everybody's thought out of that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, it's, it's so sad that some of the uh, stereotypes that have, that are out there and that turn people against all of these spiritual resources. Right. Um, and they're so important. Yeah. But it's like once you know it, there's you can't unknow it. There's no going back. Exactly. Yes, you can't you can't unknow it and you can't unsee it. So right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So you know. So now, do you do you have any um ex, any other um exciting news or any upcoming events to share with our listeners? Oh no, those are the two biggies. Those are the holistic campus and. And, and writing the book. I've, I've been doing um, book signings at Barnes and Noble and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And those, um, I've got one on Saturday in um, Salem, New Hampshire. And then 
and taking time off until January and starting that up again. Um, but we'll be putting together seminars and webinars and retreats and whatnot um, that we'll invite everybody to when it's time next year. That is awesome. I, I can't wait to see how this, how, you know, awesome that this uh, holistic campus is going to be. It's going to be great. It's going to be what it, whatever it is supposed to be. Someone asked me the other day, you know, people are coming at you a mile a minute. Are you going to cut it off? And I said, I'm going to go until it, until it's not time to go anymore. I'm going to just let it flow. I can't control it at all. And I don't think I should. I don't think that's my place. No, that's very, that's very good. That's very good. So if people want to find out about your book, your events, and the Holistic Campus, how could they do that? <laughs> um, well, a alifebyrequest.com is a lot about the book. There are reviews on there and comments and a little bit of background, and you can purchase it right there. You can also purchase it on Amazon, and that's alifebyrequest.com. And then um, the Holistic Campus is holisticcampus.com, but that won't be going until January 8th. Mm, okay well we'll look out for that thank you <laughs> well, it, was, it was a pleasure having you on the show today carolyn thank you candace i appreciate you so much oh i appreciate you too have a have an awesome day and thanks again thanks dear take care you're welcome Bye -bye. Well, everyone, thank you well everyone that's all the time we have for today as always you can visit www.awakenedpathonline.com for show updates, courses, workshops, events, resources, and more. I'm Reverend Candace Nadine Green, and thank you for listening to Awakened Path Radio. Namaste and blessed be. Thank you.